0: Well, there's one person in the room who knows who sings this song and they ain't
1: sitting on this side of the table. Duke, who is it? Uh, that's The Struts. Oh. That's the only song of theirs that I know. Uh, it came out, that's a lot of years ago now, really? actually. Um yeah, it was really popular one summer, uh, and it was the, the version that I, I listened to mind. a lot. Had uh, the Kesha. I doubt you know who that is, uh, Kevin. <laughs> uh, she she featured on it as well with uh, some kind of harmonizing vocals with the female and uh, man on kind of little rocker track. So yeah, it's a I enjoy it. It's a good one. Kesha or Kesha? Kesha. Kesha oh, wow. used to be stylized with a dollar sign. Yeah, with the s, that's but, what I was but say. But then <laughs> she realized that she wanted to change it. So was now it an older s- singer. Or? No, Kevin. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess oh, older yeah. now. And, uh, yeah, from she, like- she became popular when I was in junior high. I guess that was like when her, she broke out, and then it was like very poppy, auto tune, all that stuff. But then she kind of did a little uh, career change and is a little more of a real artist now. Maybe if you want to call it that,
0: Stu just sends a thing. Stu sends <laughs> a Stu sends a text, and did you see the time Kesha tried to hug Jerry Seinfeld? Gold, Jerry Gold. <laughs> <laughs> What happened there?
1: I don't know. I've never uh, seen. I this. don't know though. Come on, Stu.
0: A little more well,
1: information. Uh, I'm sure a quick Google search would answer it for oh, us. Yes, well, um, those be are big. two pretty big names. Stu and Kesha. No, oh. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Stu. <Stew. laughs> Disco Stu. She got shut down hard, is what Stu said. Well. I doubt, uh, much like Kevin, I doubt Jerry Seinfeld is keeping mm. up with the uh, latest uh, pop artists out on the charts. I
0: like to, I like keeping track of stuff. I'm watching some of these programs now, The mass Singer, and all these things. Yeah, most you? of
1: those are old <laughs> singers. Like
0: I'm almost like a hundred percent guessing the mass Singer.
1: <laughs> I find that incredibly hard. I to had believe. the one.
0: I had they had the woman from uh, Housewives of New Jersey nailed that one.
1: how do you even know who that is
0: they're out there man get with the times Duke
2: this is great like what don't you know
0: (laughs) Husk says the struts are opening for Queens of the Stone Age
1: Uh, that's a name of a band that I recognize but don't know know, know know Queens
2: of the Stone Age they're a rock band
1: All right.
0: okay time now for are you in or are you out Schlemmer not sure if you've heard the snazzy new intro for are you in or are you so. out but the Duke now he's taken his production value to a whole yeah. to a whole new level he wants to call up to Stingray
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we had some great time we're about to have some more I know that look I'm putting together a team then I'm in just when I thought I was out they pull. Are you
3: in or are you out on Sports 1440?
0: I'm out. Now, the last one, you, you can recognize Will Ferrell in there, right? Will Forte.
1: Will Forte. A legend. Oh. McGruber.
0: Okay, then the last one is Kramer, Kramer. from The Bet.
1: Yes. And yes. then uh, there's, uh, of course, you know, once they pull me, or as soon as I think I'm out, they pull me, pull me back, back in. That one's pretty popular. And then uh, Back to the Future 2. The, uh, the first drop in there from uh, asking Marty McFly <laughs> if he is in or <laughs> out. That's great work. <laughs> like I said, harder to find some of those uh, than I thought. I thought it would be like picking apples off of a tree in an orchard, but mm-hmm. it was more like uh, digging for rotten crab apples out of the leaves. Do you, uh, there's three, three
0: or four instances of uh, freezing in or out from the movie The Replacements.
1: Well, there we go. If, I, if only I'd watch that. Still on my list. <laughs> You haven't seen that one? No, no. We've been no. talking about it for almost three months here. I think it was almost the very first day on air that yeah. it came up, and it's I yeah, still,
0: you're right because we we were talking about you know movies, sports movies, football movies, That's whatever it was.
1: Uh, it's on the list, but we have a, we have a different list to address all right, today. Go uh, with starting with uh, we had Stephen Ellis on first thing to talk about the. Uh, Team Canada preliminary roster, the camp roster for this year's World Junior Selection process. Uh, Nine Western Canadians on the preliminary team. Uh, And I'm saying seven of them will be on the squad when they head over to Gothenburg later this month. Did you want me to run them all down for you? I could
0: run them down. You want, Well, if you got them in front I of only of got, I have about five of them in front of me.
1: Six. So Scott Ratzlaff, the lone uh, WHL From goaltender. Irma. From Irma. Irma. Shout out Irma. Home of uh, not only Scott Ratzlaff, but uh, Jaeger, Jaeger Ferkus, Ferkus who's on this list as well. Yeah. And uh, Carson Susi, currently okay. playing in the NHL. Yeah. Um, so Scott Ratzlaff, the lone goaltender. Denton Matichuk uh, out of Moose Jaw. And then Tanner Molendick from Saskatoon, the two defensemen. And then the list of forwards being uh, Nate Danielson from the Wheat Kings couple, uh, when T. Wild, Connor Geeky, and Matthew Savoy, the aforementioned Jaeger Furcus, and his teammate in Moose Jaw, Braden Jaeger. So, oh, and uh, one I missed there, sorry, uh, Fraser Minton from Saskatoon.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to say I am uh, out on this. I think there'll be less than seven. Unfortunately, we'd like to see as many from Western Canada as possible, but... I see only six in my mind after watching a lot of these young guys play. I'll go six of them will make the team, and it might even be just five. I think we're <laughs> going to be heavy uh, heavy Quebec and Ontario this year.
2: Well, it looks that way just by the camp roster. I was surprised to only see nine uh, Western Canadians on there. But being a Western dub guy, I'll say I'm in. <laughs> I do think six is a pretty good guess. I think uh, I, I'm guessing both D are going to make it. I think Savoy, Geeky, and Minton will for sure make it, and maybe one more forward. And I think it's going to depend if that goalie makes it or not. But I'm going to go with in. I'm, I'm say seven.
0: I'm only going to say that it could get to seven if there's – who would be the NHL guy? That is there a chance that there'd be a – Tyler player? Benson. Benson. Not Tyler Benson. Benson. Zach 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 Benson, Benson. thank you. So, yes. From Buffalo. So possible he would be the seventh if they were to let him go. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I, I think Ratzlaff will probably be the uh, the tipping point because, like, the two goalies that I think are probably projected are are both draft-eligible guys this year. Um, I think they are kind of like the... The, high, the biggest names but I So I think Ratzlaff Has a chance As one of the more Veteran uh, options there And then like Dave said I think both defensemen and, Like when you look At the forwards names Like how do you Leave off names Like Braden uh, Jaeger and Jaeger Furcus with the years They've had um, And then of course The the wild players They were lights out Last mm-hmm. year And they're keeping it rolling So I, I just like When you look at it I don't understand How you couldn't Have less than seven And maybe Ratzlaff Will be that seventh If he makes it But that's, uh, that's where I stand on it uh, Keeping it Canadian But shifting sports news coming down Trevor Lawrence diagnosed with a high ankle sprain one of the most uh, difficult injuries to recover from and project return timeline on um, Nathan Rourke still on the Jags practice roster CJ Beathard currently projected mm-hmm. to start for the Jags we've seen him in a little bit of action this past week but uh, I'm saying that before this season wraps up Nathan Rourke will see an NFL snap under center
2: Do you want to go first yeah me? I'll go kick ahead. this one off we can go back and forth okay uh, just because I wanna see it, I'm gonna say in. Um, obviously the backup's gonna start, but oh, we just seen him lose when Lawrence came out last or this week here. So I'm gonna say in. I'd like to see a little Canadian flavor at quarterback. I'm gonna say in only
0: because. And do we know if if and when uh, Lawrence comes back?
1: Uh, I I haven't dove into it. I saw the, the the headline come down. High ankle sprain is the official diagnosis. Which I don't, like Dave, you ever?
2: That's going to be a while. Like uh, that, that's I've a had a high one. ankle sprain. That's a tough one. Hey,
0: if he's going to be out for four weeks, I'm going to say he that he will see some snaps because they play Carolina, and I'm going to say he gets some mop up time <laughs> in the fourth quarter, and he will see some snaps. So I'm going to go. I'm in as well.
1: All righty. Uh, last night, we saw the first edition. Uh, we talked about it with uh, Anna Dua during the headliner of the day, the, uh, the first Hughes day in NHL uh, with uh, Luke, Jack, and Quinn all playing in the same game. Uh, all of them right near the top of their kind of respective cor- scoring races. Jack currently ninth in overall, Quinn leading defenseman and even higher on the list, and then uh, Luke Hughes second in rookie scoring right now. I'm saying at the end of this season, all three of them will be finalists for an individual award, likely the Hart, Norris, and Calder.
0: Okay, and I'm even going to take it a step further. Quinn Hughes will be up for both? Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm, I wasn't going to go there, but I did predict Quinn Hughes would win the Norris, okay? Yep. He's got, I mean, Makar's out right now, but, I mean, that's a tough – there's some great defensemen. I'm still riding that, that uh, wave. I'm going to say I'm in on this, and because – the Duke just said, we'll, fin- we'll finish as a finalist for an award. One of them is going to slide into the Lady Bing, the <laughs> yeah. one that they f- fight all over. So I'm going to say I'm in for this. And wouldn't, wouldn't that be something down the road? All three Hughes brothers nominated for the Lady Bing.
2: Could happen. That's a good point. And there you go. A sleeper pick. There you go. So I'm in. I am also 100% in on this. I think that the Hughes brothers could potentially all win an award this year. <laughs> I think mm. young Hughes, could, Luke could win the Calder. I think uh, Quinn has a great chance at the Norris. And Jack's been on fire too. If he didn't get hurt at the start of the year there, I think he'd yeah. be right up near the top of the scoring race and he could easily
1: explode and, and get right up there.
0: And think about the calzonis being handed yeah, out. Yeah, uh, all uh, <laughs> Anna
1: do is uh, calzones for for Hughes points. A calzoni. A calzoni. Steinbrenner's favorite. Um, hot topic here in our own city uh, with the Oilers back in action tonight, but the bigger headlines being Philip Broberg, asking out of town and uh, asking permission to pursue trade routes for himself through his agent uh, I'm saying he will not be traded until at least this coming up NHL trade deadline
2: that's a tough one Duke uh, I'm gonna say out just because Ken Holland has never been in one to wait till the deadline to make his moves and I think if the right deal comes along he will make it but I do think they'll get their best value for him at the deadline.
0: I will say, yes, uh, that he will not be traded. I'm going to just say he won't be traded this year. I'm going to go right on a limb and say right. the Oilers will not trade uh, Philip Broberg. I think that this can be worked out still. I agree. I mean, again, and Schlemmer, you know this. When when a team is, is pressing the way they are, and they the Oilers right now are in playoff mode right now when now they have to know it but play, i mean it's yeah. not like they can oh we can take a game off or a game off here and there all right yeah they yeah. are no, they're right. up against it right now because of what happened yep and for that to happen you're going to have some guys go down you're going to have some guys where your injuries are going to come into play you know the orders have been healthy Hundred but they need a guy like broberg here they can't afford to trade him. They i agree afford, i still can't.
2: believe in the kid i yep. don't i don't think we've seen him get Maybe if they trade it,
0: you got to get a defenseman back for one. He, and you yeah. almost need another one then. So you almost need two guys, do you not? I don't know. I I think I like Cam
2: Deneen as a call up as the first call up okay. for the miners. I think he's pretty solid. Perfect. I think he can slide in and do a job, play 12 14 minutes a night no problem.
1: All right, last one for you guys. We're sticking in the realm of sports, but with the uh beautiful weather we've been having mm-hmm. and the uh little call out to Terra Pines, and the big <laughs> golf package up for bid today as part of Jason Greger's month of giving. You can play some golf with Kevin Karius out at the ranch. You can do it when the weather's a little bit nicer, though, but uh, I'm saying that playing oh, golf... Oh, it's not for tomorrow. Playing golf <laughs> outside in early December, even in some near or maybe even slightly sub-zero temperatures, is still way better than heading into the simulator oh, and pounding s- them into the screen.
0: I'm so in on this, so in. I'd play golf at this time of the year again we went out to two and a half weeks ago or so would have played this weekend but it was just a little tight for time and monday was decent tuesday was great yesterday was great would have been awesome to play yesterday and they're full up at terrapines would like to, i'd go to the ranch right now and hit it around i'd go right now dave yeah you'd go to the glen to the glendale you'd go
2: I think I'm out on this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> David made of sugar schlemko. Well, I wanted to. I'd save this one for Dave because, uh, of course, with the the new place he's been, uh, I don't know how much more progress oh, he's made about yeah. putting the sim into the basement at the new house he's getting yeah. built. So just, uh, just this made one some
2: progress last night, Duke. Ooh. Ooh. Had a little meeting, getting the getting the ten foot basement <laughs> dug out. Get the simulator well, don't you need put more? in.
0: You need more than ten feet, don't you? Oh, I don't know. I think it was ten. Ooh, I don't know, man.
2: Well, whatever it is, it's happening. <laughs> okay. And yeah, I don't know. I I lived in Arizona, Texas. Mm-hmm. Like I I got to golf in winter there. It's just I'm a fair weather golfer now. I don't Duke? like driving around in the cart with my I gloves know. on and blowing
1: in my hands. Manning still open? Uh, No, I think they wrapped up uh, last or a couple weekends ago now. They're not quite uh, my good buddy Scott Rowland out at... uh Riverside or was it Riverview Manning? Yeah. Of course, well, I forget the name. That's bad of me, but um, yeah, I think they wrapped up the season a couple weeks ago. I'm on the fence here. Cause I do like going to the sim. Like I have nothing against it. It's a, a fun, like I don't go to <laughs> quote unquote work on my game. Right. I like to go on like a Friday or Saturday night, uh, whether it's before you maybe go out to the town, go to a game or something. You mm-hmm. go for a few hours with the boys, have some drinks. Um, it's always a lot of fun, but there's just something, even when it's not the nicest outside getting out, in the nature, the grass is not green anymore. You can't get the tea in the ground. You need to bring your Stanley framing hammer just to get your tea put into the box. But it's uh, it's still fun. Like, <laughs> it's the same can't thing. can't find your ball under the leaves. No, it's, it's <laughs> like even even those early, early spring ones when, a, when there's one course will open like a week before everybody else and it's like... Still, mm-hmm. unbearably cold, and you get out there in the mid-morning. I, I still like going outside. It's, it's something about it. A couple of fireballs. Let's get yeah, out. Yeah, you, you, you can get yourself warmed up pretty quickly. Yeah. see, like I'd rather
2: go in the spring when it's cold, when you're excited about the yeah, golf season, fair. more than like in the fall when it's already been warm and now you're just cold.
0: It's an event. <laughs> <laughs> it's an outing. It's an event. Uh, when we come back, uh, that was, are you in or are you out? It was a lot of fun today. Uh, when we come back, Hannah Yates, Hurricanes host and uh, reporter will guess with us. It's Karius, it's Schlemko. Sports 1440, stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Time now for the Puck Report, brought to you by Fountain Tire. Right now during the Road Ready Sales event, you can save up to $225 on select tires and a bonus of $50 off any service until December 16th. Book your appointment at FountainTire.com. Some restrictions do apply, as we welcome in Hannah Yates uh, from the Carolina Hurricanes broadcast team. Uh, Hannah, you're with Kevin Karius and David Schlemko, the former NHLer. Welcome to Sports 1440. Thanks for coming on.
3: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Good morning.
0: Well, good morning to you. And I hate to uh, date myself and um, go back into the day, but uh, one of the guys that you talk to quite frequently, uh, Shane Willis, was one of the first guys I covered Back when he, he was with the Prince Albert Raiders 30 years ago.
3: Really? Oh, yeah. Holy cow, that is a while back. I get in trouble for that all the time, but that's really outdoing it there.
0: Back back in the day, I you know, we used to do highlight shows, and I, I coined the phrase because it was uh, from the TV show Different Strokes. It was called, uh, so I called him when I did goals of him, Shane, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> So
3: that's wait, that's hilarious because he still runs that on our broadcast right now.
0: Well, I was the first guy that did it in '93. (laughs) So if anyone thinks that they came up with that idea, and actually, if he's still doing it, (laughs) tell Shano that I wanted some royalties here.
3: (laughs) I will, I will definitely be mentioning that to him. It sounds like he stole some some of your crud there,
0: exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um. So what do you make of tonight's game? I mean, Carolina, this is a long road trip, isn't it? It's like two weeks almost. So uh, game number two in Winnipeg the other night lost a tough one to the Jets. But what do you make, of, I guess, game two of this six-game trek for the Canes?
3: It, it is our longest trip of the season, so it's been a long one so far. I think the Carolina Hurricanes have really started to find their game on a consistent basis. It's just not been going in the net um in certain ways they they dominated that game in my opinion against Winnipeg to where um, the power play did not execute the way they wanted, the way it had prior against the Buffalo Sabres and their win there. But in terms of full-strength play, I feel like the chemistry is there, and that was really the missing component that the team talked about for so long as they are trying to find their stride to start the season. I feel like they've gotten to their team game overall. The PK has been lethal through the past two weeks as well. Uh, and so I feel like they're looking to build that consistency to where they're getting the goals they need to on a nightly basis to win these games because that's really been the difference maker
2: in these losses hi Hannah Dave Schlemko here um, yeah I mean going back to playoffs last year this seems like kind of a common problem for the Hurricanes um, they're obviously out shooting teams like on a nightly basis almost two to one it seems like um, what's the talk in the room about what they need to do to maybe put some more pucks in the net
3: Absolutely. it's it, They've been very transparent, very accountable about this situation. Obviously, there's a desire to score, and some of these games have been high scoring in the ones that they've won as of late, and so the goals are there. They're getting the depth scoring they need. Um, in the games that they're not, they would like to just have a stronger net front presence, and really that's their bread and butter and getting in on the forecheck, playing that hard-attacking style, really aggressive in the ozone that makes them hard to play against, uh, to where they can get those quick chances. They have a lot of skill on different lines right now even a Marty Nietzsche is playing on quote the fourth line which Rod Burnham doesn't even number those at this point uh, because of the the difference in minutes that he's been giving out uh, to give more opportunity different players to step up and so I think right now they're just trying to continually find those opportunities to where they can finish net front.
0: Hannah Yates is uh, with us on the Kevin Carey Show with uh, co-host David Schlemko on Sports 1440. Um, Hannah, how how has the goaltending situation kind of evolved now with Freddie Anderson out? And I don't think, does anyone know how long he will be out? And then how have uh, Kachetkov and Ranta handled the duties?
3: It's a tough situation for sure, just in terms of losing Freddie Anderson, who is the designated starter for this organization to start the season. He is out indefinitely uh, with his blood clotting issue for the time being. There's no set timeline for his return. Uh, We've not heard word on that, but obviously wish him the best. And as a result... Ante Ranta and Pyotr Kochekov, this is the exact reason that the Carolina Hurricanes carried three goalies this season, Uh, knowing how it's gone the past two seasons just with injuries with Freddie Anderson and Auntie Ranta at different points, and so now it's paid off this year. I think with Auntie Ranta... Specifically, it's just different situations with this group, right? To start the season, defense, which had been the the core identity of this group, and when they're playing their best hockey, it all starts with how they're playing defensively, leading to those offensive chances, and the chemistry wasn't necessarily there. There were injuries defensively to start the season as well. There's different situations as they're trying to juggle seven or eight NHL defensemen, uh, within that six-man core, which was a tough task, and I feel like they've really started to find their rhythm. And so as a result, I feel the save percentage uh, goals against average kind of reflected that with the goaltending tandem. Pyotr Kochekov is the younger goalie who has stepped up, he's, he's rose to the occasion, he's still finding his footing in some of these games and confidence playing a big big factor in that as well. That was the conversation with our goalie coach of he has a lot of confidence in Pyotr Kochekov's ability to step up to where they have the ability to go goalie rotation at this route every other game with these two if need be. Hmm.
2: Now, the, the Hurricanes are a team that like to dictate the pace, kind of play that in-your-face style of game, but... Um, Coming in facing the, a hot Oilers team tonight with some superstars, is there any adjustments that are going to be made playing against the likes of McDavid and Seidel tonight?
3: Pretty much the conversation I would say from, from with the Hurricanes and with Rod Brennamore as well is no matter who they face, they really have the same mentality. They have the same system, the same game plan on a nightly basis. Uh, He believes that his top four can play against any players in the National Hockey League from a defensive standpoint, which I feel like is a big confidence boost and mindset for this team. Uh, So I don't think there's any adjustment there. It's just making sure that you have an eye for players, like you mentioned, who have the ability to take over a hockey game. And this group is well aware of that. There's a lot of skill. There's a lot of talent. Specifically, the conversation the last time they faced Edmonton was just making sure you're staying out of the box on a nightly basis for a power play that has lethal weapons who can take over a game from a special team's perspective as well. So I'm assuming it's the same conversation here tonight, but I know the Canes are confident in their ability of just approaching it the same that they do on a nightly basis.
0: Hannah Yates is our guest on Sports 1440. Um, Hannah, please don't tell Jordan Martinuk this, but he's good friends with David Schlemko, and uh, Schlemmer had Jordan on the show. We had him on about uh, six, seven weeks ago. I hope we didn't put a curse on the guy here. He's still trying to get his first goal of the year, but how's Jordan been playing?
3: Jordan martin fantastic. fantastic. Uh, on and off the ice, I would say he's one of the most important players in that locker room from a leadership perspective. He's getting the guys going on a nightly basis. He's the hype man. He's the energy. And it's the same in his game. Regardless of the score sheet, there's a couple of players on this team who would love to score on a nightly basis Mm -hmm. like anyone in the National Hockey League. But Jordan Martinuk is so underrated, in my opinion, in his ability to be such a utility player. This is a player who has played on arguably one of the most consistent lines in the National Hockey League over the last two seasons with Jordan Stahl and Jesper Foss, who does so much, plays against the top lines in the NHL from a defensive standpoint and then has the ability to move up and play alongside the likes of Sebastian Aho and Seth Jarvis on the top line getting top-line minutes. And And that's one of the players that Rod Brynmore says on a nightly basis, if he needs that energy, that spark, Jordan mm-hmm. Martinook is the player that he is looking to adjust to tweak his lines to move to create that spark because of how he plays on a nightly basis. So he does all the little things that are really overlooked despite –
2: uh, his his goal total at this point in the season. Yeah, he's bringing it. See, Kev, he's bringing and it. I just, he's I a Swiss Army knife. He's I just got to th- get
0: off the Schneid. I, I thought Schlemmer maybe he probably dialed you up here and said, you know. <laughs> I cursed you know, him. No, just, you know, I, you need, I need some help to get back on track in the goal department. But again, he brings so many other things, uh, as uh, Hannah has uh, mentioned. So. Uh, how do you see this one shaking down tonight, Hannah, in the sense that uh, you know you know where the Oilers are in the standings, the Carolina Hurricanes know where the Oilers are, but they are on a four-game winning streak, but really behind the eight ball when trying to press for a playoff position. What kind of uh, game do you think that the Hurricanes think that they're going to get from the Oilers tonight?
3: I think Edmonton has progressively started to find their game, especially through the last four games, of building consistently, getting more contribution from the likes of players like Dreisaitl and and some scoring depth as well, and even contributions offensively from defensemen save percentage from a goalie perspective has been stronger through those games as a result and so I think they've done well I think that they're building that consistency and you can't underestimate a team like the Edmonton Oilers this is a team that everyone has on their list throughout the season of knowing you're going to have a hard hockey game on a nightly basis regardless of where a team stands in the standings I don't believe in that in the National Hockey League I'm saying any team can win on a nightly basis that's how good the league is right now. That's how good these top-tier players are like a Connor McDavid to take over a hockey game even if they're not highest on the team on the score sheet right now and so I think Carolina knows they're going to have their work cut out for them tonight facing this team Uh, from a special teams perspective I think that's going to be one of the biggest battles tonight if that ends up playing out just because both teams have started to build their consistency in that category and I think Edmonton's win or the Vegas Golden Knights was telling it showcases what they're capable of and what they can do this season.
0: Hey, what about Brent Burns? Only the 17th defenseman in NHL history to crack uh, 600 NHL assist career. That's a, a remarkable achievement. I believe I'm correct in that. But uh, what's it been like to kind of watch this guy on a daily basis?
3: It's been fantastic. It's been one of my favorite parts um, of covering this organization overall. I would have to say I came here last season was my first season with the Canes. It was his first season as well. And I was pumped up by the opportunity just to learn and see him on a daily basis. A player like this, it's his twentieth year in the NHL. You just the numbers he continues putting up, he has the most combined time, uh ice time per game of any player on the team right now as he turns 40 years old later this year and so it just goes to show his preparation I've never seen anything like it I don't know if you guys have seen the bags that he brings on the road it doesn't matter yeah. if you on a trip for 12 <laughs> hours or the team goes on a trip for 13 days like we are right now he brings this massive full length backpack a duffel bag and a full size suitcase he has his own pillows in there he told me that's the most important thing that he brings on the road all of these things to prepare for a daily basis he's over at the arena by 3 o'clock every day preparing for the game Game. and that's just how he does things and that's why he's been so productive he's been a solid leader on and off the ice for this group <laughs>
2: yeah yeah I played with Bernsey in San Jose yeah. he's still got the full length camo backpack with uh, <laughs> leg recovery solid. boots and seven <laughs> knives in there <laughs>
0: Well, you've seen the the shows and you know, all the story Schlemmer that oh, you know yeah. on the ranch,
2: and yeah, he's still dressing up and driving to the games in the Sprinter van. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no.
3: Nothing has changed. Oh, it's oh, absolutely man. fantastic. It's a
0: very interesting human being. What a piece of work. Uh, so, I, I'm. How do you pack for a twelve thirteen day road trip, Anna?
3: Shoot, I would say, I, I, I was telling Brett Burns the other day, I was like, I was glad that we're on the same plane right now, because I look like I pack white next to you. So that's the only advantage I have for these long trips. I don't know, you just kind of shove everything in there. I have my winter coat, and you just hope for the best. Luckily, it, you know, today, when I'm in Edmonton, I don't mm-hmm. even have to walk outside to get to the rink, I can just yeah. go through the tunnel. So stay pretty warm, don't need too much. But just the basics as per usual well i mean it's pretty I mean, nice here
0: well <laughs> i mean this is this
3: is summer weather here today i was gonna say you guys think it's warm we left it was 68 degrees in raleigh when we flew out
2: yeah i miss those days
3: <laughs> uh,
0: so hannah in second year with the canes how are you how are you just overall enjoying this gig
3: I've loved it. It's been fantastic. I had always had the goal uh, personally and professionally cover hockey on a full-time basis, and so this was my first opportunity that I took the jump at. I've just really enjoyed not only the chance to do that, but just the position of traveling, getting to see the cities, getting to see the arenas and everything that comes along with it, plus just working with this organization specifically has been fantastic Rodburn moore is just a solid leader and all of the veterans and different types of players that are in this organization i feel are really special and so i felt like i was lucky the time i came here uh for last season being my first one going to the eastern conference finals and it's just been a, a great experience so far overall
0: Schlemmer, you got any you got one last one for for hannah i mean you You you, 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 Um, you you pack for these trips, too. I got
2: one. Um, Sometimes on practice days in Carolina, we'd come in and there'd be the football games going on, the college (laughs) football or basketball, and huge tailgate parties. Do they do that for the hockey as well?
3: They do, yeah. So it's interesting because NC State, football stadium shares the same parking lot as PNC arena where the Carolina Hurricanes hurricane. Okay.
2: Play. Right. That's and so right.
3: obviously the game days are separate for that, but it is the same result. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I arrive at what four o'clock on game days for a 7 PM puck drop. And it is halfway full at that point, even on weekdays for the parking lot. And then by the time you're rolling in, Uh, For the actual game, it's just, it's a packed house. And so tailgating, I had never experienced that. I actually grew up in St. Louis Mm -hmm. where they played downtown. There wasn't a lot of room for tailgating down there outside the arena. So this has been a unique experience as well, but it's a packed parking lot every single night.
2: That's cool.
0: So on a game, a day like today, I, I believe the Hurricanes are not holding a morning skate, but Rod Brindamore is having an availability in about an hour just outside the Hurricanes uh, locker room. So you would go down and do some uh, you know, pregame coverage for that? That's how it would set up for you today?
3: Correct. Typically, I just go down uh, to whatever availability there is. I was at practice yesterday to where I was able to speak with him or I can grab him before the game just to different Mm -hmm. points. But, yeah, for these days, it's it's pretty lax when there's no morning skate, but it's just talking to him whenever he's available.
0: Well, maybe we'll see you down there at the rink tonight. Uh, Really appreciate uh, your time, Uh, Hannah. Thanks for coming on and uh, continued success on the uh, Hurricanes broadcast. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. That's Hannah Yates uh, and our puck report brought to you by Fountain Tire. Uh, head to Fountain Tire to check out the winter lineup and brand offerings plus seasonal tire storage. Maybe we'll bump into Hannah coming up here, Schlemmer. It's the Oilers. There you go. It's the Alumni Skate today. You got the Twin Towers on defense. Kevin's going to carry me. <laughs> no. It was so bad last week. I, like, <laughs> oh, man. This is as embarrassing as I've ever played in the alumni's oh, Really? It's just a joke.
1: Even after your great warm-up uh, with the Critters a couple weeks prior?
0: Yeah, it's just, uh, it's not
1: my year. It's not my year. <laughs> fantasy football, oh, alumni gates. your golf game.
0: Golf sucks, fantasy football sucks. We'll pick you up today. All right, yeah. Well, See? we we actually do have a little chemistry. We do. That's what we played, Yeah, we well, had yeah, a little. So bit.
1: when you guys are at these alumni skates, and yep. please forgive my uh, complete ignorance on the topic, uh, I've obviously never been to one um, or anything like it. Like, are you guys like act? Is like like scrimmage format? Um, mm. But like, are you guys like keeping score? Uh, are oh you, yeah. Are, is, yeah. Is it, is it get pretty competitive?
2: Oh, just a few guys would. Like Matt Dissoni, T- Taz, yeah. <laughs> maybe ch- Chip a little bit.
1: Chip, yeah.
0: <laughs> All the NAX guys, that just they just want to get out. And it. so then,
1: like like afterwards, if you if you're keeping track of score, like I know so when we played when I was playing senior, it was like the, and. The defensemen, each of our pairings, whatever pairing had the worst uh, plus-minus the other night, they were, uh, mm-hmm. they were on tap for a couple shotguns in the room afterwards or maybe the first round of the bar whatever. Are we uh, are we doing anything like that at these skates? So escape? basically... Well, the beers are free. Beer, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, beer and pizza after. <laughs> Oh, it must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, why do you think everybody goes? <laughs> uh, but, you know, the Oilers do a great job in organizing mm-hmm. this. Sparky comes out and, and takes care of the locker room, and it, it's a lot of fun. But you're talking about the competitiveness, dude. So the games, they just go to five. Yeah. And you switch goalies. Sometimes, like last week, you know, Ben Scrivens was in goal. Uh, the week before, Jeff Delaurier was in goal. Sometimes it's other goalies. Sometimes those guys want to play out. Yeah. Scrivens
2: likes to play out well, a
0: lot. He thinks he's the toe-drag master, doesn't he? <laughs> you know. So, and then you change goalies. But the, the thing is, and this is a Chris Joseph uh, implementation, last goal wins. So with oh, yeah. a minute left in, in the allotted ice time, he'll holler out, last goal wins. And hes it's never happened that he doesn't have possession of the puck. <laughs> <laughs> never. It's never happened. But it's a lot of fun, and uh, yeah. I enjoy it. It's, it's not too
2: competitive. No, no, no. Just no, get no. out there, yeah. have a skate with the boys. The difference,
0: the difference between the alumni skates and if you were to go play noon hour hockey or maybe what you guys play, Duke, that I noticed just playing you know, pick up hockey is most guys want to pass. They they want to just pass the puck off here. In Overpass, alumni, yeah. And they just want to pass, pass, pass and, and let the puck do the work where if you do pick up hockey, guys want to skate with it a little more. I think that's a fair assessment, Schlimmer.
2: Yeah, Taz wants to skate it though.
0: Oh man, <laughs> what a guy! Uh, this
1: guy just so, or Taz, like friend of, friend of the program on. been on the show. He's and been a, on the show. Never once has uh, either of you passed up the no. opportunity to just throw him right <laughs> under the bus. Well, guy, though, he him. stole
0: a jersey. He stole a jersey two years ago. He had it in his bag. We all know it. We saw it.
2: Yeah, love the guy. No, love, we're just love kidding. to give him a hard time too. Just kidding
0: about that. <laughs> Uh, when we come back, we will uh, wrap things up on the Kevin Carey show with David Schlemko right after the break. Stay with us. <laughs> See, no problem with that one, dude. You got a little Richard. <laughs> but I couldn't, I had no sniff on uh, the struts or. Kesha you, you the Queens?
1: Missed, you missed out on Brooks and Dunn this I morning. Know. That was a bad miss. I don't know
0: why. The Queens of the that. Stone Age?
2: On my way in, you are pretty
1: disappointed in yourself on I that just, one. I
0: just didn't give it a good effort. It was a poor effort. <laughs> well, you're
1: saving your effort for Alumni Skate. There
0: you go. Oh, man. Um, Stu with... Uh, no. Where, where am I getting this one? Uh, oh, yeah, Stu. Stu says, uh, imagine the Oilers actually hitting on one of their first round picks in 2016, 2017, or 2018. I know they were all good picks at the time, but yikes, the drafting and development in this franchise is still a major problem.
2: Yeah. You can't, I, really,
0: you can't, argue, yeah, with can't Stu, argue with, with what Stu is saying. And I mean, we're talking about you know the guys like Broberg, and
2: who were who exactly were those kay. picks
0: in those years twenty in twenty nineteen is Broberg because that's three yep. years ago. Uh, well, I thought the Duke would have this lined up for me, but man, oh man!
1: <laughs> yeah, one of I talk about uh, all my mini talents or lack thereof. One of them at the top of the list is reading Kevin Karius's <laughs> mind about what he wants so me to provide him. Broberg information and on.
0: Lavoie were first and second rounders in 2019 2020 was Dylan Holloway but when you go back so I mean Evan Bouchard is in 2018 yeah uh, you have to call that, a that
2: that's successful a, pick that's a, that's a
0: hit I think it's a hit but if you going back I think he's talking about Kyler Yamamoto that's a first round pick but you did get Stu Skinner that year in mm-hmm. 2017 now the 2016 draft is the big one that is the big one because you have Yessi Pouliarvi oh okay.
2: yeah so, that one's going to hurt for a while
0: and then you had Tyler Benson in round two. And we talked about Tyler Benson and Andrew Peek, one or two picks apart in the second round. Right now the difference with the 2016 draft, and I have this on pretty good account from back then in 2016. And there's a connection between um, the Oilers and a former assistant coach with the Oilers who came up briefly and now is still coaching in the national hockey league as an assistant and you might be able to connect the dots. But back in 2016, everyone assumed that Columbus was going to take Jessepuliari at three. Mm-hmm. The Oilers assumed it because the Finnish GM, the Finnish player Puliari was a highly regarded pick, had good World Junior tournaments. Everyone assumed that Columbus was going to take They Take Dubois. They take Pierre Luc Dubois. So now the Oilers are going. Oh, what are we doing here? Because they were not going to take Pierre Luc Dubois at four. They had a name bar ready to go for number four overall. Do you have an idea who that pick would be?
2: Um, I'm guessing it's not Matthew Kachuk. Nope. That's who I would have taken. Matthew
0: Kachuk went sixth (laughs) uh, to Calgary, obviously. They had a name bar ready to go for a guy that was picked ninth overall, and that would be Mikhail Sergeyev. That is the guy they had targeted.
2: That would have been a great pick.
0: And that is the guy they targeted, and uh, they switched gears on the fly, to my knowledge, and went with Puli Yarby.
2: Oh, he would have looked real good in an oiler jersey right about now, hey? I was actually in Montreal, just got to Montreal right when that uh, drew and trade happened with Sergeyev. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the Montreal fans weren't too happy about that one either, letting him go.
0: (laughs) So the connection that was, uh, I guess at the time in 2016, was Sergeyev played in Windsor. The head coach of the Windsor Spitfires was Rocky Thompson. Oh, okay. So that was the connection where the Oilers would have been in constant communication with Rocky Thompson, and the scouting staff would have been there a lot, to see a big defenseman like this.
2: And I feel like people don't realize how good Sergei Chavez is either. Well, but I mean, he's, having
0: he's, a, he's had a tough stretch this year.
2: I yeah, think he's come around. But he's yeah. good. I mean, he's a franchise defenseman. He just happens to be playing on the same team as mm-hmm. Victor Hedman.
0: Yes. Just played a 1,000 games. Ear Candy says, CH plays the best tunes. Declan, what's going on? Is this Is this a typo?
1: Yeah, I don't really understand. Is this a cut to the Duke? Your ear Candy is uh, trying to throw some shade at me, maybe saying that he thinks Connor <laughs> plays better music. I think we play a lot of the same music, actually, a large majority of it. But, uh, I mean, I of course, uh, actually, man, Kevin, you didn't even notice. What? We did not play any Brian Adams. Oh, I never did. We didn't play any Brian Adams today <laughs> at 740. And that's you're on me every day about it saying, no, oh, I- can we go one day without Brian Adams? <laughs> Sorry, Duke. He appreciates sorry, it. Sorry, buddy. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. I feel terrible about that. Oh, but now he says, Ear Kenny says, sorry, Declan. Like, does he mean Declan plays the best tunes? Well, that's... Oh, it's Declan? Or does he think I'm Declan? I don't know. Well, Confusion across the board. I know Declan really adheres to uh, low tides. Yeah, he says Declan plays the best tunes. Yeah, he really adheres to low tides uh, preferences of uh, a lot of the, the oldies, which... Mm-hmm. I can certainly appreciate. And then they, I think they have some like theme days. Like they do like twang Tuesdays, a lot of, um, uh, country music, but older, older country music and things. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, Declan's got a good, good mix. Texter, uh, this one's
0: for you. Schlemmer from Jeff. Would you rather have Bouchard or Noah Dobson from 2018? A couple picks apart in the 2018 draft, uh, Noah Dobson went to the Islanders at, uh, 12. Bouchard went to the Oilers at 10. Similar players, I guess.
2: Very like. similar players. Um I've got to watch Bouchard a lot mm. more and see some of his defensive yep. deficiencies. But he's more, been pretty good here lately. He, he's been good. Huh? Um I'm gonna say Noah Dobson okay. just because he brings just as much offense. He's the same thing, he's got an absolute bomb mm-hmm. and I just don't see as many defensive breakdowns.
0: Okay. Uh I still at that point you're I'm fine with the pick. When, when you're when you're looking at two guys and you see where they've developed, yeah, uh, I mean hindsight, fine, hindsight's you know. always
2: twenty twenty. Yep. And you look at those two right you now. How many through. years later? There's not much of a difference nope, there. I don't not think
0: a whole heck of a lot. Uh, let's. Are we still at a thousand dollars for Stu Duke? And we haven't really talked about the uh, uh
1: yeah we had a good run of guests yeah. so we haven't brought it up yeah, in a bit if you want to maybe just re uh, sure. re re go over the package and everything that's a uh, just of, one of two things available today for uh, gregor's month of giving
0: yeah again uh, greg's does such a jo- a great job with the month of giving uh, for so many years so he's got two packages today one of them is package number two the golf experience at the ranch golf and country club 10 rounds of golf with a power cart uh, and the driving range, of course. You get one round for three people, so yourself, two others, and a head pro, Sean Alligator Arms Piercy, who will get off his wallet and buy lunch and beverages. Then you get a round of golf for two, so yourself and another player, with myself and GM Murray McCourt, and that will be the best round of the year for you.
2: That's good value there. It's very good value. Bucks? So we're at 1000 12 thousand, rounds of golf?
0: 12 rounds plus. I mean, the two Plus two, the company. Two times that you're coming out. I mean, you're not digging in to, to pick up, uh, you know, beer, lunch, whatever we're having. It's on so, the house. Well, it will be. It'll be on probably Piercy's tab. There you go. Can't <laughs> <laughs> lose. So uh, Stu was our last uh, bidder at $1,000. We're not going to close the bidding off. Uh, during this show, uh, Jason Gregor will uh, take it over at that point to two o'clock, and hopefully, we can get it up a little bit more again. So much money raised! Uh, I mean, last few days has been great, and last several years that Greg's has done this uh, month of giving has been one of the best things about uh, what we do in this business. Uh, and then next week, just as a little precursor here, little teaser, little teaser. Next week, uh, it's either going to be Wednesday or Thursday, but. David Schlemko, Ladislav Schmid, and Fast Eddie Steele and myself will be going out to chop for dinner. Nice. What, what are you shaking your head at, Duke? Why am no, I not? I'm, mar- I'm, no, I'm, say,
1: I'm saying like, what a crew. Oh. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's it's kind of one of those like silent like whistles, like if you could, <laughs> you kind of like did you old know, like, whoo, doggies. <laughs> that was one of those kind of head shakes, not like a, Bad head yeah. I don't know. What well, theory. I don't know. Go, you know. <laughs> well, i am where's my steak? Well, I think I'm probably banned from steak ever since down in a 40-ouncer from the CBH uh, a number of weeks back. So I'm steak's uh, not on my menu anymore, according to everyone here. You know, I oh, I, I okay. can't remember.
0: what I was watching a, a hockey game the other night, and they had a commercial for, I can't remember the restaurant, but they had, it was a, a, a seven-ounce steak. And they had, you know, it was the same fixings as what the CBH what Patty brought in here. But it was for 24 99 And I'm like, wait a second. The one that Patty brought in was 48 ounces. Was it 40? No, 40. 40 ounces. 40 ounces for 48 or dollars 49 $49, $49. $49 for 40 ounces. I'm like, hey, wait a second. This isn't adding up.
1: No,
2: that doesn't.
1: Uh, Husks
0: texts in, add some Queens of the Stones age to the song list. Threes and sevens burn the witch little sister. The only little sister I know is uh, from uh, Dwight Yoakam.
1: Now that's a bang! <laughs> love me some Dwight Yoakam. All right,
2: you got a lot of listeners that care about the music They love clips, the intros. They yeah. love the intros,
1: and they only play for like 15 seconds. Depends so it's on the song. i
2: Dep- it...
1: Depends how how fast Kevin is coming back from getting his coffee refill. Yeah, no, I, I don't. A I, don't bit longer. I only
0: do. I never get a coffee refill. But if it's a good song and you want to hear that first line.
2: You want to hear uh, the beat drop?
0: Yeah. You want to hear the <laughs> line, the lyrics? It all depends. There it is. The only little sister I know is from Elvis Yoakum. Is that Dwight's nickname?
1: Well, yeah. He, he, a, he covered a lot of Elvis songs, um, and it's just like the, the voice people draw some. It's almost like, like oh. a hillbilly version of Elvis Presley. I get it. Who is pretty hillbilly himself, actually. But Fair.
0: Well, another great show. Thanks, Schlemmer. It uh, Thank was you. a hoot. It was Always a hoot. was a pleasure. Uh, in or out, we had some good conversation. Off to... It's a great addition to the show, yeah. Duke. Well, Duke is just on fire, plus the intro. Yeah. And the ski report. Yeah,
2: that was flawless. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Thanks to Stephen Ellis from the Daily Face-Off, Mark Spector, Anna Dua from the NHL Network, Uh, Dylan Plouffe, uh, U of A Golden Bears, as the uh, three members off the Bears are getting set to take on uh, a little bit of an all-star conglomeration, uh, heading out to Oakville to take on the national team as they get ready for the World Junior Tournament, plus Hannah Yates, uh, Hurricanes host and reporter, uh, just came on about 20 minutes ago. And of course, our co host on Wednesdays, David Schlemko for Cougar, Paint and Collision. Our family, helping your family for over 40 years. CougarCollision.com. At the top of the hour, it is Fantasy Frenzy with
1: uh, former Ross Shep T Bird.
0: Connor Halley. Hey, and the guy, you know when I was talking to all the Ross Shep guys? They were Did... like, they were going, oh, yeah, he's a legend around here.
1: Connor Halley. Connor was... Halley oh, is an absolute legend. Can't wait to bring that up in the halls of Ross in Shep. Yeah. True
0: legend. For what? Well, he was a former wide receiver for the Ross Shep T-Birds, oh, yeah, and this yeah, dad, week starting
2: I want to hear these legendary
0: <laughs> stories. <laughs> well, I want to get into them all. You know? <laughs> it's to, I mean, we got to get off the air at eleven. You know? All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> Twelve o'clock. It's uh, lowdown with uh, Alan Mitchell. Till two o'clock, where Jason Greger will uh, take us home. And uh, you can check in with the month of giving and our package that we started with the ranch. And uh, Delta Valley Mark has a couple questions with Greg's as well uh, coming up uh, at two o'clock. So uh, we'll get to all those uh, texts and things like that with Gregor at two. Uh, top of the hour it is fantasy frenzy thanks so much for listening Uh, appreciate all your texts and uh, your input Uh, we will see you back here tomorrow with co-host ladislav schmid have a wonderful day everybody oilers and hurricanes tonight we'll have a full report tomorrow morning at seven thanks for listening have a great day up next here's the duke with a sports 1440 update